0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Beast Mode Podcast. My name is Erin Bees. I am a wife. I am a mom, a military veteran, and I spent 13 and a half years in multi-level marketing. I have healed my way out of that, although there is, no, there is no finish line with healing. Some people get a little, you know, a little, I don't know about that statement, but it's true. I healed my way out of that. And now I'm using all of my social media platforms to educate and hopefully bring awareness around the dangers of MLMs. And these MLM leaders, in my opinion, of course. And I'm excited about today's episode because I have my friend, Roberta Blevins here. <gasps> Hi. <guys. laughs> We're going to talk about some cool stuff. Um, if you have, let me just, let me just tell you guys that are listening. If you have not listened to the fair game podcast that she did with Leah Remini and Mike Rinder, you absolutely need to show shout out to them because that was an incredible yes. podcast. I'll be honest, Roberta, and I told you this, but I'm telling everybody listening. Uh, when I th- there's not many podcasts that I listen to that I'm like I would listen to that again. You know, like you listen to podcasts. There's certain episodes that you're like, God, I'm saving this. Like this is such an incredible podcast. I learned some stuff. You know, you you come across those. This was one of those for me. So. I don't know. Thank you. you. Yeah. It was really,
1: really good. It was incredible. Like it was the, one of the most emotional days that I've had in recent memory. And it was absolutely incredible. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Good reason. Like talk about a dream coming true and that relationship that you guys now have is, is really cool. It's just really cool. I'm
1: like, Oh my gosh, this is incredible. It's I love with every interview that I get to do, I get to meet more people and like expand that reach. And uh, yeah, I've, I've gotten so many people that have already been like, I heard you on, um, you know, I heard you on fair game. I'm here from fair game. I'm here from Leah's podcast. And I'm just like, Oh my God, they're finding me. Yay. Yeah. So yeah, we're getting a lot of people who are talking about it and going, I always thought MLMs were Colts. Thanks for confirming. I'm like, you're yeah. welcome. Like, <laughs> so it's been really cool. There's been a really great response to it. I'm, I'm excited. I love that.
0: It, I, it was just really cool to watch that kind of magical moment for you. I mean, I wasn't watching; I was listening. But then, kind of having the inside info with the conversations that we've had and watching your emotions in the in our private chats and stuff like that is just it's just yeah. really cool. But one of the things that I really wanted to talk to talk about more um, was the fair gaming. Yeah, that happens within multi level marketing within you know, people getting out or going to other companies and all of that stuff. So, you know, when I first heard the term fair game or fair gaming, it was from Leah's show from the Scientology show with Mike. And yeah. I was full in the MLM at that point. And I was just like, I can't stop watching this show. And Why I had I so no idea to this content. <laughs> yeah. wow! This is just incredible. And now I look back and obviously once you're removed from your MLM, you can look back and you can see, you know, the similarities between Scientology and other religious cults with commercial cults, AKA MLMs. Yeah. And when they started talking about some of the fair gaming, while in Scientology, it seems that it is extreme, you know, like they're putting up yeah. websites to oh, yeah. campaign people and
1: they were paying know. Mike's trash men to yeah. buy his trash. So they could go through Mike's trash and like setting up, uh, hidden cameras in like neighbors, bird houses and things like that to spy on him, which is that crazy. never happened to me, but like, it's wild, right? Yeah. So like, who has that time? Right. And, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's just interesting. <laughs> Yeah.
0: And I mean, we see it in, we see it. It's not that exact behavior. Maybe I shouldn't speak too soon because, uh, but we definitely see some fair gaming and MLMs. What are some things that, that you have seen?
1: Well, man, um, I, get fair gamed quite a bit um when lula rich came out i was fair gamed the night the night the film came out i was so pissed uh my my tiktok account had already been hit a lot leading up to it specifically when the trailer came out which i was so excited to share yeah, and they then, didn't like that no they didn't like that and um that sort of started the whole thing I was getting videos taken down. I mean, videos that were like months and months and months old where I'm like, they're going and finding this stuff. Like they're looking for it. Yeah. Uh, to the to the fact that I stopped no, when I was making content because I was making LuLaRoe content at that time, obviously, because that's what everybody was talking about. I wouldn't even hashtag it with LuLaRoe because I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like that's just one more way that they're going to randomly come across this. I knew that it would most likely show up on their FYP and things like that. But I was like, I'm not even going to hashtag LuLaRoe. I'll hashtag Lula Rich and I'll hashtag anti-MLM. But I'm leaving Lula out of this. I can't even tag LuLaRoe or mention them or anything on like Instagram. They've ha- they have they me so blocked and like restricted. So um, I-, I can't do any of that anyway. But they 100% like there was no other reason. Uh, my account went down. My backup went down. It was down for uh, a whole week, unfortunately. So I couldn't use it. I couldn't promote the film on my largest social media platform, which was a total bummer. Cause that was literally one of the reasons that Amazon was like, Roberta, we want you to be one of the, like the media ambassadors, because I had such a large following in the movement with the advocacy. And then I was like, sorry guys. And I, I even was emailing them. I'm like, isn't there someone we know you're Amazon. You don't know someone at TikTok yeah. can just, just unblock me for like a couple of days. I'll, I'll go right back on block when we're done. Like, just don't we, we don't know anybody. <laughs> like there's no like there's no strings we can pull and they're like no sorry we like we sent it to our social media people but you know sorry so that happened and then um oftentimes uh like mass commenting or mass reporting of things that's like very common uh another thing that happened specifically with lula roe or lula rich was that they were mass uh they were mass um uh, like raiding uh, uh on amazon on rotten tomatoes and on um, on the reviews on, on the reviews like on imdb wow. like one star waste of time don't even bother watching this it's full <laughs> of lies everyone in this is a hater that couldn't make it like it was just really wild like it was really wild where like and people are using my full name like roberta blavins as a hater and i'm just like what is happening like this is <laughs> wild uh so that sort of happened um, but again, like we had the power of anti-MLM behind us, and I was like, "You guys, look at what they did!" And within forty-eight hours, we were like five stars, like hundred percent fresh, like the whole the whole shebang. And then we were also number one. So they basically strays affected themselves, and <laughs> we just burst through the ceiling, and we went to number one within forty-eight hours. And I was like, "Nana, nana, boo, boo." <laughs> I was like, it it sucked. But at the same time, I was like, you tried to take me down and I still won. Like, So it was, uh, I think it's really cool because
0: that shows the power of the movement, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, and I was so proud. Yeah. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, yeah, we probably should have started this way, but you know, I don't, we just kind of go with the flow on this show. Um, and yours. Like that's totally why we work so well together, but we probably should have started with defining what fair game is. Do you want to give a definition?
1: Yeah, yeah sure. So fair game actually is a Scientology term. It uh, is in their doctrine. It was something that L. Ron Hubbard put in the Scientology doctrine, basically saying the fair game policy is that once someone leaves the church, um, they become fair game. Like if they're speaking badly about the church, they become fair game and you can take them down any way you want. Uh, I think it says like to total like financial and personal ruin is like what it says. Oh um, God. and if you've ever watched any of the Scientology documentaries or the shows, Leah Show in the, the, their podcast or anything like that, they talk about a lot of different fair gaming tactics. Um it's it's interesting, it's really interesting. I had a friend that was in Scientology, and after she left, she was followed around in like big black vans. Anytime she left her house, there was always like a van that was parked on the street that would follow her around. Uh, that kind of stuff. So that's all fair game. Now, if you ask a Scientologist, they'll tell you that's not true. Or have we heard that before? That's not true. That's not even a policy that we use anymore. But you know, it was very much a doctrine of the church for a very long time. And it's still used to this day, whether or not they uh, acknowledge that. And so I've always sort of used that term and as a way to like, basically a cult is harassing you is fair gaming. And so I adopted that term when I was talking about how MLMs were cults and the different ways that you could be attacked and harassed by them. And I I called it fair gaming because that's basically what it is. And I said, I'm just going to adopt this for anti-MLM as well. And I I said that on the podcast and Leah's like, well, thank you for using our term. And, you know, she gave us her blessing. So I'm like, we're going to call it that. That's what it is. It's cult abuse coming directly from the doctrine themselves. So if you look into any MLM, you ask the top leaders. What do I do about the haters? You know, I mean, what do they say? Block them, report them. They don't don't tell people not to harass harass them. Deanne, like in her live videos, Deanne is the owner of Lula Roe. She's like, look at all these trolls in the comments. Block them, block them. Like, I mean, it's wild. So it comes straight from the top and it's it's just, that's what it is. And so that's what we call it. And that's also the name of, of Mike and Leah's podcast is Scientology Fair Game. And um, that was like, from the moment that was happening, I was like, I gotta get on that show. Like this, maybe this is my chance. <laughs> I've been trying to talk to Leah for like over four years now. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I was like, did it suck to be harassed? Yes. Did it get me what I wanted in the end? Also, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I'm and happy all, about it.
0: all of the people that you were able to help just through, ter- we know how powerful sharing our experiences Absolutely. is within the movement. And so just you sharing that experience is also has also and will continue to help so many people that are going through it because there's so much fear associated with, well, you know, when, when that cognitive dissonance starts to show up and you're starting to question and, you know, you have all of these kind of mixed emotions hitting you all at once, there's a real fear that some of these companies and or leaders instill in the people with leaving those companies, with leaving their MLM, whether it's going to another company and we see the lawsuits or whether it's just getting out of MLM altogether. And then some of these people doing everything that they can to ruin somebody's credibility here's yeah. the thing when somebody is sharing their experience, even if it's not somebody else's experience, it doesn't make it less credible, you know, like the, the passive aggressive stories, the blocking from the groups. I mean, at one point I had people that were still following me after I had left or after I had left, let me back up. I was still in the MLM. Cause I went through this period of time where I was like, I can do multi-level marketing difference.
1: <laughs> right. <I can't." laughs> I can be the one that changes it all.
0: I can change everything. No, you can't. No, <laughs> no. And so they were doing coaching calls uh, with team members that were still following me after I had left all the groups and stuff and wanted to do my own thing. And, oh, you know what? She's just, she's not a part of the team. You you might want to unfollow her. You might not want to, you know, she is thinking for herself. You probably should stay away from her. <laughs> ridiculous.
1: Ooh, independent thinkers are dangerous.
0: It's dangerous. Oh, you have time to think for yourself. Oh, let's throw another zoom in there. Like you have way too much time on your hands. Have
1: you watched this team call? I know you weren't there because you weren't there. (laughs) (laughs) So true though. It's true. It's true. I know you weren't there on Wednesday. You probably should catch up on the four team calls that you missed that we had.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And go through all the modules. Yeah. I've been saying that a lot lately. Go through <laughs> the, the modules. modules. Oh, you've already done it once. Go do it two more times. Okay. Well, when will you have that done?
1: leaders do it at least five times?
0: <laughs> yeah. The most successful people do it 25 times. How many yeah. have you done? It? Oh, mm. twice. Well, that's probably oh, why you're
1: successful. I mean, <laughs> statistics. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I don't know. Um, I don't know if you want to kind of share some of the specific fair gaming that you see within multi-level marketing and maybe then we can talk about I don't know just like unpacking some of those fears and and just kind of going from there I don't know
1: what do you think yeah for sure I mean you're gonna see it a lot fair gaming uh most of the fair gaming you're gonna see being someone that's speaking out against MLM on social media is just gonna be like comments from people who like disagree with you like um (laughs) it's so nice that this is your opinion but it's wrong yeah Uh, uh, you know, those, there's some baiting comments there. Sometimes I sometimes I take the bait because I was like, I ain't got nothing to do for a couple hours. This looks like fun. Uh, and I got stats on my side. So, like, yeehaw. Uh, and sometimes I'm like, no, I don't even delete them though, because my comments, like my followers will comment and go, mm, no, like, that's not what this is. Or, you know, there's like, I'm not going to control who comments on my stuff. And I'm not going to be like, you have to be nice or whatever. Like I prefer to people to be more compassionate and nice, but I also understand that people are coming out of this and they are different places in their journey. And sometimes we're in that anger stage a little longer than we want to be. And it comes out vitriolic comments. I get it. I understand. I'm not going to judge people for that. I'm just asking them to move through that one swiftly. Yeah. (laughs) The meanness swiftly because, um, the internet is forever and it's not fun when you say things in anger, it happens, you know, I've done it multiple times saying things in anger. It's just part of it. So, um, you'll see comments like that. I got one the other day. (sighs) Well, here, (laughs) I don't know if I would consider this fair gaming but this woman was in my comment section and was trying to refute a video I had made on new skin like months ago like a really it might have almost been nearly a year I want to say it was like last May and she was responding to people in the comments like well it's not like that anymore hun like add me as a friend and I'll send you a message. Oh my God. I saw this. And she's like recruiting in the comment section. And so I made a video. I was, it was in, I was, a, it was spicy birda. spicy birda came out and I was like, stop recruiting. I'm like, comment section, and With then the reason. Right. And then what happened was, I think this was a little bit more of the fair gaming aspect. She responded So then that video that I made, but not to me really specifically, more so to everybody that was talking. And she was like, this woman's trying to make it seem like I was recruiting her. And I was like, no, I'm not. No. And she like went on this whole tirade and was responding to people. And she was like, this woman is creating, this is a lot. She's lying. I wasn't recruiting her because people were like, read the room, honey. Right now, full disclosure here. I do not think that this woman knows who I am. And I'm definitely not the kind of person that goes, don't you know who I am? Like, I'm not Anna Delvey, right? Like, I'm not going to do that. So like, I wasn't going to say anything, but people were like, you're recruiting in like an anti-MLM creators, like space. And she sort of went off and was like, and telling me that I needed to get over myself. And this, I actually did respond to. I responded to this comment because I was like, oh my God. She was like, this woman's creating like a narrative. I wasn't recruiting her. You need to, you know, do your education and your research and just get over yourself. Cause I wasn't even trying to recruit you, you know, like making it seem like she I was, was upset. It away I don't from you. know. Like it was just weird. And I was yeah. like, that's not even what this is at all. And so I made another video. Uh, I don't think she saw it. I think she blocked me. She also, according to my followers, changed her username and profile picture. Oh my And God. nothing says I'm guilty quite like <laughs> erasing your identity and starting a new one. So <laughs> I was just like, okay. Uh, but a lot of the comments in that post as well of me being like, I don't even know who you are. I don't hate you. I'm not going to block you but you're in a pyramid scheme and you were recruiting in my comments. Like it was sort of that thing. A lot of the comments were like, she was trying to recruit me too. She was in the other video recruiting me. She was in another video. She's been messaging me back and forth. Like she added me. So there was a lot of evidence that this woman was in fact doing exactly what I said she was doing, which she then gaslit me and said, you're crazy basically get over yourself and so not really like technically fair gaming it was fair gaming at the same time because she's coming at me she's being very accusatory of things Mm -hmm. uh changing and flipping the script and creating a narrative around nothing that was true uh and I, I think I handled the situation pretty well uh but yeah you know she blocked me whatever like I I told her I wasn't going to block her. I said, I'm not going to block you because when you need me, you need to be able to find me. I'll be Um, here. I'll be here waiting. So, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, People getting their stuff taken down. We've seen it a lot with anti MLM creators getting their YouTube channels taken down, Mm -hmm. getting their TikTok um, accounts and videos taken down. I had one, I did a reveal, I don't, it's not even an MLM, but it seems very much like a pyramid scheme. And so I sort of reported on it, on it, on TikTok and it was taken down for harassment and bullying and then restored and then taken down again for like illegal services and something. And I'm just like, what? 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 I'm literally explaining like a pyramid scheme, like a pyramid scheme scrubs thing. You're not selling anything. It, I so. wasn't. It was just, it's wild. And so it's that sort of stuff uh, the weaponizing of social media platforms, knowing like they can go into their little MLM group, their little team and be like, this girl's making fun of us. And then they can, I mean, I totally just did though, right now, but moving everybody, here's the link, report it for bullying. And then yep. being able to mass report. What was I bullying? A company's website? Is that yeah. even like a thing you can bully? Well, how can you bully?
0: For example, if we're if we're debunking claims of you know in income claims specifically, right? And we're using their company, their own company's income disclosure statement, and they're reporting you for bullying. Yeah. How?
1: I don't know. Apparently, I was being <laughs> mean to the website. I was. I, and it's not even an MLM. That's the funny thing. Like, That's but wild. it was taken down for bullying, and I was like, who am I bullying? So that like the mass reporting. Basically, is weaponizing TikTok, and you can weaponize Instagram and all of these other things, and it really sucks. But at the same time, like a lot of these social media uh, programs in their TOS, specifically TikTok, although we know it doesn't mean anything, says like you can't do this. Like MLMs are not welcome here. Like yeah. it's under sc- scams and frauds and and pyramid schemes and multi level market. It's all there. Um, but when someone is educating on something that's literally in their TOS. I get taken down for bullying, uh, it's just wild. So that's something that happens. The, the weaponizing of social media to get people to basically essentially be silenced. Uh, but you know, I save every video. So whether if the video gets appealed cool, if not, I'll just post the other video and it's on yeah. Instagram too. All of the videos that I post, uh, like, especially just the informational ones, like some of the silly ones just stay on TikTok. talk, but the informational ones I try to put on Instagram because I think it's important to have it in multiple spots. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I should probably
1: also do like YouTube shorts, but I haven't figured that out yet. Oh, I can help you
0: with
1: that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. That's very <laughs> I'm simple. new over there, but I feel like I have a lot of content I can add to shorts pretty quickly. Oh yeah.
0: I can, I can help you with yeah. that. We can talk about that after. So, this.
1: you know, it's that kind of stuff, like weaponizing these platforms to silence us, especially when we're being silenced for things we're not even doing. Like illegal goods and services. I've had a a video taken down for child, child harm. (laughs) I was like, what? Like, it's just, it's wild. Right. So it's just the mass weaponization of that, um, which sucks. (laughs) Uh, also, um, I've seen, I've, I've had people like, and i probably even you like get cease and desist letters from people like stop talking about me yes. or have videos made about you or posts made about you that you're a hater. There yep. used to be before I, before I really like before Lula rich and everything. And we were just on, on Facebook and just sharing social media or just sharing things on Facebook. And it was just Lula specific. The group that I was in before I became an admin had some trouble with the previous admin team they were removed. I was added as an admin or whatever, a mod, I think. And the w- the women that were kicked out of that group for breaking the group rules that felt that they had been fair, unfairly removed because they didn't really understand or whatever, right? Like whatever. I, yeah. I again, wasn't the person that removed these. They started a, a Facebook page or a Facebook group or something that was like basically anti the admin team of this Facebook group. Like it was like an anti-admin team Facebook page what and the they hell? would just spread lies and rumors about things. And they're like, and I was like, I wasn't even there for that. Like, you're like, what is even happening? So it's just interesting. I've had comments made about me. Someone said that um, my obsession with LuLaRoe, um, that they've they've digested Thai food longer. It didn't make any sense at all. I get comments
0: uh, like that about just prove weird it.
1: things. Like she's so obsessed. Like why is yeah. she, she's been talking about it for twice as long as she was even in. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. Like, why are you so obsessed with me? I wish y'all could have seen her face when she <laughs> did that. That was everything. <laughs>
0: you
1: know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. who are you and how do you know me and how long I was in like, are you following that closely? Do you want an autographed copy of something? Like, I don't get it. Like, it's just, I feel like
0: they tell on themselves all the (laughs) time.
1: Well, then the person that said that used their Amazon account, which like no one has a throwaway Amazon account, right? Like you keep that thing. Like, you're like, this is mine. I have purchase history and algorithms in this. So it was his full name. He left a comment about me like that with his full name. So I just Googled his full name with the words LuLaRoe right after it. And there he was, found him. I'm just like, you guys are so predictable. It's not even funny. And then I made a TikTok video about it because there was a YouTube video of him and his wife dancing around to a LuLaRoe song they had made and wrote and performed themselves. And it was chef's kiss. And so I shared it.
0: Um, That sounds like a cult. Yeah. It was great. You're in a cult call your dad. My <laughs> so, favorite, yeah, like other
1: things like that,
0: <laughs> my favorite, uh, example of fair gaming recently, I'm waiting for you to swallow that drink. Cause I don't want you to spit it out oh, when God. I say it. Cause you Thank know what you. I'm about to say <laughs> is being
1: called Judas. I was called yes. Judas. Yes. I mentioned that earlier. I called you Judas earlier. <laughs> you'll listen back and you're like she did call me yeah I probably totally missed missed it it. but
0: that's hilarious yeah um and I think that that's a perfect example of trying (laughs) to ruin ruin credibility right that that was the whole purpose of that but what's interesting is that when there's pieces missing of of a story these people that try to fair game people leaving you know MLM and speaking out or whatnot they try to fill in the gaps with whatever to show whatever that want. Just make they're the victim. Just make it up. Scenario. Yeah, just, it's Just whatever fine. you want to say. It doesn't have to be factual. Who's going to fact check you? It's well, it's my story. It I'm going to fact check you, <laughs> right. which was really interesting because that is what Julie, Joe and I did on a live on Friday was we went through my timeline. We went through piece by piece her entire video and I was like, well, but first of all, if you're going to call me Judas, what am I murdering? Your and business? Are you Jesus? Your team? Yeah. Are you implying that you're Jesus? And I just yeah. think that this is like
1: fair game gone to be, wrong. Are you just trying to be like kitschy and fun and like using a word you don't really understand, but like kind of fits.
0: Yeah. We're going to make it work. She's Judas. She betrayed me. Yeah. But Judas betrayed Jesus. And that's why he was crucified. Right. So what am I crucifying? Right. Yeah. Great question. I would love to know if you're listening, go ahead yeah. and let me know.
1: Well, she's absolutely listening. What do you think she oh, does? God. Yeah.
0: All, of her free time? She, all the things she listens to and watches, but yeah. Anyways. So what, what is your best advice when somebody is being fair gained? What, what would you suggest that they do? How do they deal with that? Well, or just the you fear know, in general of being fair gamed.
1: Yeah. Um, it's it's wild because I see it happen a lot. Uh, do understand like what is and isn't illegal and like where that line is and not only where that line of legality is, but also like where your own line of like, I'm going to not take any more of this. And and that might just be like, like hitting the block button or yeah you know, whatever that line is like, know where that line is. A lot of times for me, um, I will respond to things in, in, uh, in, in my, in my feelings, we'll call it that in my feelings. Okay. And not all of those feelings are good and nice and happy feelings. And so sometimes I'll make a TikTok video or I'll respond in a comment and I get all of it out. And then I'll either go in and edit, or I will erase it and start over once I get like the nastiness out because sometimes I will respond to some of it. You don't have to respond to it. Um, I try not to engage the trolls like at all. I'm not really a drama monger. You won't see me in the drama. You won't see me doing that. Yeah. I literally just go hermitville Like, and I just, I just take a step back. So I'm not really in that. Um, so if it is something that you choose to address, like it's really important to know where your boundaries are and like when to step away and when to say no more, Uh, Like the woman that came at me, I made two videos. The first one was kind of like me being spicy. I didn't think she'd come back. She did. And so then secondly, I responded in a much more calm tone that had education and facts and things back. uh, And she blocked me, which is fine. Um, I remember Amber had an issue and Mallory had an issue recently with like Monet girls, who sort of went after them and created all these fake accounts. Um, that was very illegal. They were they were threatening things, they were doxing that Harassing. kind of stuff is illegal, harassment's illegal. Understand what that is. Over state lines makes it federal. The FBI is 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 an option in that case. Um, and, and you know, the FBI is busy, but it is good to create a paper trail for yourself if this is something that is happening, because you want to know and, and sort of like have that history. So you can be like, okay, this is a problem. Also when you're like, Hey, I went to the FBI. Sometimes that person realizes, Oh shit. It just will back off from that moment. Um, I don't ever want it to escalate again. I'm just like, no, I'm good. Like, I don't, this is not worth it to me. Another thing, like just knowing what is and isn't worth it. But again, that goes with that boundary and then also setting boundaries. Um, I've had to set boundaries with friends recently again, because of different things that come up and what's your opinion. And I said, I don't, I'm not going to give my opinion and that's just my boundary and please respect it. And it's been like, okay, we'll leave you out of it. Thank you very much. It's nothing personal. It's just, it's not, it's not something I want on my plate and it's just not something that it's too heavy for me. I have too much stuff going on. And so, well, and if somebody is
0: offended by you setting a boundary for those of you that are listening, then they don't respect your opinion. Anyways. Right. 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 So, and somebody. I'm always
1: very supportive. I try to be very, very supportive, but um, I don't do division and I, I don't do things that's intentionally disruptive because I, again, like I'm an advocate and an activist and, and for me, the movement is more important than who said what and and what's going on. And that's just my personal opinion. It, that you don't have to follow what I think, but that's just, if you're ever wondering where Roberta Blevins is, <laughs> that's where yeah. I'm just, it's just not part of it. Um, and, and that's just, I just don't, I just don't, homie don't play that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just, I just, that's not my thing.
0: I think the thing that I love about how you go about educating and raising awareness specifically within the movement is the fact that you think about how the content you put out is going to affect other people within the movement and outside of the movement, the people that are yeah. watching the content. Yeah, um, I really respect that about you because Thank I you. think sometimes as content creators, we we forget that my words could impact other creators. Yeah, my Absolutely. opinions could impact other people in general. I think that that's just like people in general, but specifically within the movement. I love that you are conscious of that Yeah. you're going to say your opinion. You're going to educate, but you're going to do it in a way where it's not going to,
1: you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Absolutely. I mean, I just, I very much after coming out of a very high demand group, I've learned to live life within the nuances of life because one, it's a lot more exciting and interesting and um, black and white thinking and black and white behavior is very culty. And it's like something I'm very, very much trying to get away from every single day. Um, You know, I talk about on my podcast a lot, like once you see that the emperor is wearing no clothes, like he's always going to be like a fat old white guy. That's just like naked, like, Hey, like you're naked. You're never going to not be able to not see that again. And so for me, doing as much work in the cult space that I do and as much education and the people that I talk to and the shows that I'm on and, and the conversations that we have, I, I can't unsee it. And when I see behavior like that, it really does make me sort of take a step back and go, Ooh, and it's not like, Ooh, that's bad behavior. And I don't ever want to associate with that person. Again, I don't block people. Um, but it might make make me think a second, go, mm-hmm. because again, like, I don't want to yeah. even promote somebody who's being problematic to somebody else or have somebody on my show and be like, Hey, um, it, it's just, I try to understand as much nuance as possible and know that, um, you know, there are a lot of personalities at play. Uh, and I try to be a voice of reason for people. I try to say, Hey, there have been times when I've reached down and I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Are you okay? Like, is this necessary? Uh, and this is always coming from a place of love and never a place of judgment. Um, but yeah, I feel like a big sister who's been there, done that. And I, yeah, you know, like I, I like to keep the focus on on what we're really here for. And that really is to help as many people as possible. And um, not saying that people can't have their own opinions and their own drama and things like that. It, that's totally part of life. But um, for me, in my advocacy space, like that's what I'm here for and uh, life is too short and there's not enough hours in the day. And so like, I just have to really consciously decide what I will and won't engage in. Um, and yeah, if it's not education based for me, it seems just for me personally, that it's, it's a waste of my time Yeah, because that's what I want to do. And that's what I'm moving forward on. Um, and you know, like I got into this whole movement to help 75 women get out. I mean, I've, that's 75. Like that was your goal. 75 was my I didn't goal. know that. 75 was my goal because that's how many people I had on my team. Uh, wow. and so yeah, like that's always still in the back of my mind. Like, I need to help 75 women, even though it's been like I don't even know thousands and thousands. However, oh, yeah, I mean, anybody that's seen Lula Rich and that was affected, I'll take that one too. So who even yeah. knows? Who, who even knows at this point? Um, okay. maybe it's a million that'd be amazing, but. For me, it's not really about that number so much as it's just about that idea that we're always moving forward to that space. You know, like I like to think of this advocacy as one day, hopefully, like I won't be needed anymore. Yeah. Right. And and I'll talk about something else. And I just hope that people are like, why are we still talking about this? Everybody knows their scams. Like it's well-documented. People aren't even joining them. They're dwindling. Like that's the whole point here, right? Is, Mm -hmm. Is to be an advocate for something that we don't even have to advocate for anymore. So yeah. That's for me, it's know. all about the education and moving everything forward uh, and sharing compassionate. You know, I, I talk about it like when I left MLM, the, the kind of people that were judging you when you left were like, you're an idiot for leaving or you're an idiot for joining. Yeah. And uh, and for me, like I was like, I, but I'm not an idiot. Like there's got to be a third option here. And yeah. there really wasn't. And so um, I'm not going to say I created it, but I definitely helped shape that third option in those early days. And it's once, once I got through those stages of grief and the anger and everything, Mm -hmm. um, and really refocused, like, what do I want to do? Like, yeah, is this even, is this even something that's important? Uh, and yeah, I just was like, okay, let's do this. And, um, I just, I didn't look back from that moment. And so, yeah, like education and, and compassionate and just being like, Hey, you know what? It's okay. It's all right. If you're still using that, whatever, uh, we're working out of it, stay on that moving walkway, keep moving forward, uh, find alternatives as you need them. But I don't want to shame people. That's the problem. You shame people. They don't speak out. People don't speak out more people join the MLM. So we have to create a safe space. Again, I know we're like chicken scratching away from fair gaming, but it, it comes back to it where it's like we want to create a safe space where we're educating people where even the people that are in MLM is watching they're watching it and they're not feeling attacked. Yeah. They're going,
0: it oh, happens. That's, yeah. That's uh-oh, exactly that's my company. That is exactly <laughs> what happened when and I've talked about this so many times. I couldn't wait to tell you on, on, when I was on your podcast, but that's exactly what happened with me was I initially, you know, scrolled past your TikToks and I was like, wait, but I've just, I've never listened to the other side. There was no other side at that time when I joined in 2007, there just
1: wasn't. Why is this girl talking about this? Yeah. There's gotta be a reason, right? Like there's gotta be a reason that people are talking about this Yeah, and being able to listen to it from a compassion-based where you're not feeling attacked. You're not feeling like you're a bad guy and you're a scammer, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it worked for you.
0: Yep. It took <laughs> me a minute. It I mean, thinking about the timeline, cause we just talked about the timeline on my YouTube live on Friday. Um, cause I had to put all the pieces together, but uh, it was a good year and a half that it took me. I mean, I was a car earner, so you know, you have that. You have a team, just like I know you did in Lularoe, and mm-hmm. um, it takes time to process all of that. Especially Absolutely. knowing that you're pro when you're when you're somebody that is in one of the top ranks in a leadership role, however you want to word that, and you are questioning leaving. You there's this gray cloud, you know, looming where you're like, I am going to catch so much heat for this. <laughs> Uh, You know, they are going to come after me. All these people that I had relationships with are going to block me. They're going to say crazy things. Like I'm trying to stay relevant by speaking out against something that hurt people. You know, they're going to say all of this stuff. And one of my biggest lessons out of all of that, out of all of the fair gaming that has happened and will continue to happen because there's going to be scenarios in the future that happen. And that's just part of this is when I was younger. I remember my mom telling me that you determine the value of other people's words. And because she taught that to me at a young age, young, young ish, um, I feel like after leaving the MLM, I'm finally able to use that advice. I'm finally able to look at people's Comments when they're upset that I'm speaking out against Prove It or whatever company, I can finally look at the comments on the TikToks or whatever. I can finally do all of those things and really be compassionate because they are, they are, you know, venting in a sense of why are you talking about this?
1: Right. This is what it's like reversed, right? Like they're angry at us. And they have this anger, the anger that they're feeling is that cognitive dissonance is like boiling yes. over. And they're like, I need to be someone, I need to be angry at someone. I'm angry at her. I'm angry at her because she's saying these things and she's yeah. a hater. Yeah. And then you, you calm down and you listen again. And you're like, mm, that was okay. That did happen to me. Okay. She was right about one. Yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's only right about one thing though. And then maybe I show up again or you show up again or whatever. Hmm. Wait a second yeah okay now she's talking about okay no I had a friend in one okay no that happened to my friend and all of a sudden you're making these connections and yeah it it's I think it's credibility to like really look at those comments and know what's going on through someone's head and like what they're going through by the tone in which they're typing like oh this is very passive aggressive they're very angry right now yeah but that seed has been planted
0: yeah absolutely (laughs) Absolutely. And it's really interesting too, because, um, I actually, well, I get kind of, I don't want to say I get excited when I get an angry comment, but when I get an angry comment, one, they're, they're not, they're saying they're angry with me. They're not really angry with me or any other content creator, right? They're angry with their beliefs not matching up. And there's a certain amount of, well, what we're saying is credible and right. each story or each piece, whether it's uh, you know, the, the, the data from the FTC or the, the, the report from the AARP or specific examples of like front loading bonus, buying the real deal on the car bonuses. And like all of those Ghost things, accounts, Yeah. The more, the more we share those stories and they go, oh my gosh, that, that does happen. The more credible we are in their eyes, in a sense, and the more open, I think they're going to be to listening.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot of times people join MLMs, they have no idea what an MLM is. They're just like, it's just like this way that business is done. And so you're learning how MLMs are run by people that are running MLMs and you Mm -hmm. don't really learn, um, like the reality of it because when you come across something that's sort of scammy like well that's just how it's done in MLM and that's okay that happens a little bit and sometimes we have to do that like sometimes there's a slow month it's totally fine or there you know you ask someone to your sideline like i'm for order short I got 24 hours like what do I do like I need this bonus because I got to pay this thing well how much is the bonus
0: yeah well, how
1: much would it be to make an order okay well let me tell you something that I did one time yeah I was in the same exact option like and I asked and what I did and so then they open up the idea of like oh there's a loophole but you don't realize it's a it's not a loophole it's it cheating. doesn't
0: feel like that at the time for sure <laughs> but it
1: feels like a little bit of like ooh, like this oh, is I kind can of like this. a little thing I can do. Like just when I yeah. need to, Yeah. it's not like, I'm not going to do it all the time. Cause that would be dishonest, but like, just when I need to, like, I could see the benefit, and you just ignore that cognitive dissonance. And you just, you just continue to go and it just, you spiral. And once you're suspending disbelief, that that's not cheating and you're not breaking the rules. Cause it's just like a little secret loophole. It's just like a thing we do. Yep. It happens again and it happens again. And then all of a sudden, you're doing it multiple times and now you're opening up new emails because you have to have a new customer. And it's not the same as a sale. It's a new customer. And I asked everybody because again, unlimited opportunity doesn't exist. Yeah. And you're doing all of these things and you're making excuses for all of these things. And all it's doing is getting you deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper, deeper. but you don't realize that that's not normal right because it's all you've ever known and it's all you've ever been taught so when you're on tiktok and you're like i just want to watch a couple of tiktok videos today and like just get my mind off this crazy thing and then you come across me and i'm talking about inventory loading and you're like oh yes. my god the thing that i do that i thought was like a thing isn't a thing it's part of the scam it's like yeah. pa- and she's got statistics and screenshots and receipts and examples and she did the math and i what is an income disclosure statement i've never even seen that document yeah. before and people yeah. are just like Phew. and
0: i think that point is where it, the anger comes up that's where those angry yeah. comments come Absolutely. from because what we're sharing is the truth there i mean there's we we other than like on youtube when ads run right you know, youtube creators get paid when when the ads run we're not charging people to consume the content right they're watching they're not paying anything unless they're like a youtube premium member which is on them right Uh, but like we're not charging them anything for this this information so there's there's really no gain for us by sharing this information that's causing this these reactions of these people it's really just about the education and awareness with the dangers of MLMs. And so when, for me, I just, I kind of get excited when I get angry comments because it's showing me kind of where they're at and I can understand where they're at because I've been there and I understand, you know, I would have fiercely defended. I would have been the one probably dropping those angry comments and fair gaming other people at, you know, at a certain point. So I don't know. I just, I I just wanted to have this conversation with you. I just wanted to chat fair game and specific for MLM. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful that, that Leah and Mike let us use <laughs> that in our community as well. Yeah. So.
1: Leah and Mike are awesome. Um, and, and I've seen so much good comments coming, like so many good comments. Like you finally talked about MLM. I've been dying for you guys to talk about this. And like yeah. people being like, I've been asking for it for so long. And I did an email Mike and I was like, Hey, you know, if you need more people, that's what I do. I can yeah. find you all kinds of survivors that are willing to speak about the cult aspect of this. Um and yeah, like it's just it's really, really cool. Um I like being the the MLM cult girl. Like I like that. I think it's cool. I like I like talking about not just MLMs, but scams and and frauds and red flags and even like, you know, these TV shows that we're seeing now that are about these like very famous frauds and scams and talking about the difference between Ponzi schemes and pyramid schemes and MLMs and trying to expose it. And then even showing real life examples, like the scrubs, I was like, this isn't an MLM because there isn't a team, but only one person really is getting any sort of monetary benefit here where the, the, you know, 4,999, the rest of the people, are paying in and not even getting what the stock is worth. And that is pyramid adjacent. Whether or not this is a pyramid scheme, because I don't have all of the information, it's pyramid adjacent. And being pyramid adjacent is enough of a red flag, I think, to at least ask a lot of questions and be really, really knowledgeable when going into these things. Red flags are everywhere. And we have literally been conditioned uh, in MLM to ignore them yeah that's just like you know you're like my gut feels weird my cognitive dissonance and it's like you want to be uncomfortable like why that's
0: where I want to be uncomfortable
1: yeah yeah like that's the sweet spot just ignore your gut feeling and like teaching people just how to suspend disbelief for just a little bit longer um it's really scary, and it, yeah. it's important. It's important for people to understand what it is and what's going on. And fair gaming it happens all the time. It happens all the time. Yeah. And uh, putting a name to it, and so people know, and they can spot it, and they can say, "That's harassment. You're you're just doing this. Like you have no factual information. You're the, actually the bully and the hater, not me." <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, because they love to throw that term around. You're the hater.
1: You're, you're the
0: bully. don't care however and and (laughs) yeah but if we didn't for example on youtube if we didn't show examples of how they recruit or how they sell their product or how they do team trainings or any of those things they'd be like you're just making that up so like we have to show those examples right so that we can say here this is what's happening this is what is said this is why you guys are using this or doing this we have to give those examples. Otherwise they're going to be like, well, you're just, you're full of it.
1: Absolutely. And that's why our content looks like that. And that's even why my content has changed over time because I used to just sit and talk and say, MLMs are scams and here's why. And people are like, um, but not my MLM. And so I'm like, well, let's look at your income disclosure statement. Then, (laughs) then I started posting like green screen with, with screenshots behind me. And then everyone's like, queen of receipts where we need more. And so like, I I completely get it. Like I, I can make a claim. I know it's true, but there's a lot of people out there watching who are not anti MLM who need that proof. Yes. We're just like, wait a second. My upline told me I was crazy, but this girl, this woman here, she's like, no, I'm not crazy. And it's not my fault. And all of these things that I've been told are wrong. And I've been lied to and like, what now? I, mean, I get emails constantly. I'm sure you get them too. Your podcast changed my life. Your show changed my life. Your whatever changed my life. Uh, I am I just left my MLM. I, I, I get them. It's like, I know you're so busy and you'll probably never see this. And I, I swear, I swear anytime I get any like, I swear you're so busy and you'll never see this kind of thing. I'm always like, I'm definitely gonna respond to this email because I think it's really important to respond to people who are reaching out and saying like, i have questions you changed my life whatever this is and there was even somebody today who who emailed me and was like you'll probably never see this and but i just had to tell you my story and she lives here in san diego and she was like i'm local Aww. and i was in amway and i was like there's amway in oh san diego God. like in my part of san diego i get that there's amway but like what and so it was just like absolutely we could talk like yeah. yes absolutely let's talk about this and helping people understand things and helping people unlock those things like I even have people that were like I haven't even been in an MLM for 20 years I shut the door on my princess house or whatever yeah and it wasn't until I saw Lula Rich and I was like hmm, I could check out that girl she's got a podcast what I binged her whole podcast I was like dang damn yeah. yes I binged your whole podcast and I have so many questions and, <laughs> and it's that. like yeah it's like uh, I was in one of these I need to tell you and it's just it's really really incredible and it's really really rewarding and I'm sure you get the same sort of thing where every and it also feels like the universe is watching because every single time I get that imposter syndrome where I'm like, am I making a difference? Am I really just a hater who has nothing better to do? I get an email like that. That's like, Roberta, you changed my life. And I'm like, I am not just a hater. (laughs) I'm helping people for real. Yeah. That that literally
0: just happened the other day for me. I was having just a tired day. There's been a lot going on. Like personally that yeah. i don't really share on social media yeah, but i same. mean because i don't i don't share everything on social media like i used to same
1: my right. social media is very curated now i just show the stuff i want to show you yeah
0: <laughs> yeah and um i was just having kind of a down day and i was like i don't i don't i don't am i doing enough yeah. or am i doing this the wrong way or you know, we all have those moments yeah. and i got a message from somebody that had been in their mlm for 10 years that just left and same thing as you i was like
1: Amazing. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And it's, I think that there's,
0: so there's people listening that, that, I mean, that are probably in an MLM. There's people listening and in, in there that are, have left an MLM and maybe they don't feel like their story is important enough because maybe they weren't in a leadership role or maybe they never made any money or whatever the case may be. And I just, I just really want to encourage you guys, if you feel called to share your story, just start sharing your story. Yeah, Cause absolutely. what will happen is the right people. And they used to say this in MLMs all the time, the right you know, the right people are going to find you. They're going to yeah. see it, but it's, it's so true because when I started speaking out the amount of people that messaged me and thanked me and just, it, it was, it was so overwhelming. <laughs> there was there, I had to put strict boundaries in place when it comes to my phone, because it was so overwhelming, you know, both good yeah. and bad, mostly good, but just being surrounded by the community and, uh, you know, everybody just, even just the asking of questions and stuff like that, it made all of the fair gaming and all of that stuff so much easier to deal yeah. with because of the relationships, the actual relationships that I have built, not to say that there weren't relationships that I created and in, in, you know, in, uh, or that I was a part of in multi-level marketing. There's a lot right. of people that I still do communicate with that are my friends, even though I'm speaking up against MLMs and they may yeah. or may not be in an MLM or whatever, but they're still my friend and it's okay. Yeah, you know?
1: absolutely. I've got friends that sell I mean, let's, I have a friend that sells paparazzi. Y'all know how much I talk shit yeah. about paparazzi. And I've got a friend that sells Monet and I talk a lot of shit about Monet too. Yeah. And it doesn't affect our friendship.
0: Yeah. I have it lots of friends and prove it still.
1: It just doesn't. They're my we just friends. don't talk about that stuff, but they know if they have questions or if there's like something juicy, they're like, you will not believe what just happened. I totally went along with like what you say. I'm seeing it. I'm just not ready. And I said, that's fine. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I would love you to get on that moving sidewalk and jog, but, <laughs> you know, like we don't all get to yeah. do that. We don't all get to do that. And so, you know, I also try to remember that a lot of people are very, very, very caught up in it. And um, it takes a lot to leave. Oh, and today so I actually had an interview with somebody who who emailed me and she was like, look, I've been listening to your podcast and I haven't heard my specific story yet. And it's not that like, you haven't talked about my MLM or you haven't done this, but like, I was a definite 99 percenter. I never had a team, like she never really had a big team, but you know, I did all of the challenges. I reached out to X amount of people a day. Like they said, like there was a checkbox I was supposed to do every day for my business to be successful. She did it every day. She was in for almost six years and she still lost money. And she was like, I did everything they asked me to do. I yeah. was the poster child. She was like winning the challenges and getting these things. And and still, she's like, I did a profit and loss. And I was still in the red. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, successful. you. On well, it's media. like, you've never talked really about somebody who's really just that type A person. That's like, well, I have to reach out to five people a day. Check. I've got to make a connection. This check, check, check doing everything where you go, well, why am I not successful? Well, did you have a party? Yes. Well, did you reach out to five people? Yes. Well, did you this? Yes. She even said, I asked my upline, like, what more can I be doing? And she'd be like, well, you can do this. She's like, I already do that. I already do that too. She, yep. her upsign- Her upline's like, well, then I guess you're doing everything you can do. And Just she's doing still it for longer. lost money. Yeah. And she also was not, she was not, I mean, this is like total spoilers, but like, she was not a rank buyer. She was not a ghost accounter. She never, ever, ever purchased anything. She didn't need. She didn't carry stock. And she goes, even when I had to purchase something to like qualify to get whatever she's like, I would look and say, how much am I going to get? How much do I have to buy? Is it even worth it? It's not worth it. I'm not going to get my check this month. Mm. So she even like looked at it that way and was very typey about everything, and she still lost money.
0: Is she going to be on your podcast? Because I would really yes, that. we talked okay, today. Yeah. It's
1: amazing. I can't it's wait. come up, but she was like, I have to tell this story because she's like, I didn't like you know have crazy things happen to me. I didn't get an eating disorder. I didn't like my skin didn't get destroyed. I didn't you know, spiral into massive debt. Like I was not a shock value. I literally am that woman that is going, why isn't this working? I'm doing everything you told me to and paying attention and not overindulging and still losing money.
0: That's insane. But I mean, that's exactly what we've been telling everybody and trying to educate people on is- yeah. It doesn't matter what system is in place. It doesn't matter their launch program. It doesn't matter the coaching or the team trainings or the company event. None of that matters. No. And this is a perfect example of that. I can't wait to listen to that. So
1: yeah, when she emailed me, I was like, um, 100%. Yes. I've wanted to do an episode like this, but I was like, I wasn't sure how to like. Put out a call to action for that. So it's like a lot of times if people are listening, if anybody's listening, listen to my podcast and is listening and going, man, She's told so many stories, but like mine is just different, but mm-hmm. it's so common. Like, hit me up because yeah. most likely I'm trying to make an episode about it. And I'm just like, how do I ask for this? Like, how do I put out a call to action? Yeah. I yeah. need someone who lost money but tried really hard. Like, I feel like you know like it's just so I rely so heavily on my my followers and, and my listeners to be like, yes. I have a really great episode idea will you can we work on an episode together I said 100% yes absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah same
0: time yes fine. so
1: I if you have collabing. podcast ideas so
0: fun reach out yeah probably the same especially for you too if you've done all the things and not seen success yeah especially that's i think that's i think that's more important than the people that had any kind of success, honestly, because that's the majority of the people yeah. in MLMs.
1: I mean, I love talking about the 1% because I love exposing like the, what is oh happening God. factor. Of yes. People? And they're like, yeah, I wasn't the 1%, but like, <laughs> I had like 700 ghost accounts underneath me and like, it cost me $10,000 to make nine, th- or like, you know, it cost me $10,000 to make $15,000. Yep. And, so I-, I get it. Like there are horror stories. And I definitely tell those, but I also think it's important to tell just like the regular normal stories too, because I think more people, and here's the other thing, more people are going to listen to that. You might listen to my podcast and go, okay, well, like I never lost $10,000. So my MLM is not like that or okay. But like, I wasn't stalked by a crazy fan. So like my MLM isn't like that. But then you listen to somebody who you're just like, oh my God, this is me. And I just knew that there was such a large majority of my followers and listeners who are in that 99% and did everything and still couldn't make it work yeah. and have guilt and shame thinking it's their fault. And so really being able to share those stories as well, to be like, it's not your fault. It's yeah. literally part of it. Absolutely. Um, it's really important. I think so. I just, these really fun episodes that are coming up and I'm excited. We're talking about toxic diet culture. We're talking about faith manipulation coming up. And so to me, I just more education, more like, I just, I hate, this is like my biggest pet peeve is when there's so much education out there. There's me, there's you, there's everybody. There's so many of us now, especially in 2022. Like it's insane. I can't even get to even 10% of the content that I want to
0: exactly. Um,
1: But like, it's just, it's so unbelievably wild to me that like people are coming and they're finding us and they're connecting and they're learning things. But the thing that really drives me crazy is I'm still seeing on the Reddit posts, on the Facebook posts, on the TikToks, on the Instagrams, but why? Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. And I'm like, no, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to educate. Yeah. I'm trying to get it so that you do understand, that you understand this is a scam. It is a formulaic system. Yes. It only works this way. A plus B equals C, whatever. This is how it works. And so the pet peeve for me is the people that like, I don't know, either either not willing to learn or they think they're smarter than everybody else. And because they're so unbelievably smart, this concept is just not anything that their big brain can compute. And I'm like, these people are victims. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Uh, Watch my content, listen to my podcast. Like there's movies, there's all kinds of things. Like it's obviously very systemic. Stop asking why and start actually consuming this content that educates you why. That's why we're making it. Yeah, I feel like sometimes I should just leave podcast links. Pink, like why this is why. I was like I would. That's a great idea. <laughs> I feel like I feel like someone would be like Ram just self promoting herself in the comment section. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you guys can leave links to my podcast in the comment section. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not or any
0: podcast that. that's relevant to whatever. Right, any content about, that's relevant sure. when
1: someone says why. And you yeah. know the answer. Just send a link. Just be like, "This is why." And Send like Aaron's video, <laughs> my yeah. podcast, or whatever. Just be like, "This is why. This Chad. is why. This is why." Check it out. Have yeah. a listen. Absolutely. Watch this. Yeah. yeah,
0: Roberta, this was awesome. Thank you so of much course. for being on the You're podcast. The I have no idea how long we've been talking.
1: I don't know forever, but not. It feels I like five it. minutes.
0: Oh yeah, at oh. least.
1: Well, you know how much I love you. We have. Such I love a good you. Time.
0: Thank you so <laughs> much for being on the podcast. I just. When I listened to that episode, I was like, we have Roberta and I have to talk about this. We have to talk about fair gaming specifically in MLM. So thank you for being on the yeah. show. And, um, you guys make sure that you, uh, if you're not already, how could you not be listening <laughs> to her podcast life after MLM? So make sure that you are. Super um, fun
1: it's a good time over there we have some laughs
0: yes it's 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 phenomenal and thank you guys for listening thank you for being here and subscribing and sharing and you know messaging me all the the things you know all all of the feedback that you guys give me about the podcast and and you love it or i should do this or i should do that i appreciate that so keep it coming and uh i'll see you guys in the next episode and roberta thanks so much you're so welcome bye guys bye guys